Hey, you're listening to Sunnyside Podcast Show with me, PJ. And me, Ron. Cue the theme tune. Keep on Sunnyside, always on Sunnyside. Keep on Sunnyside alive. It will help us every day. It'll guide us on the way. If we keep on Sunnyside alive. Hey. All right, so last week it was a bit too heavy. Um, I say last week it was half an hour ago for us, so so uh, so, so obviously the mood's so lightened n- considerably. N- yeah, so uh, we're uh, no no change. I don't know what's changed in the week between the two shows, so I have no good answer. But anyway, that uh, aside, I have suggested to Ron. Now Ron's a bit sceptical about this, but I I often will do this. What I'll do is I'll go. Sometimes I'll sit down. I'll go. What do I want to watch on TV? I'll go. Do you know what I want to do? I want to see what the latest trailers are. Now, this is a habit that goes back to whenever. Do you remember Real Player? Remember uh, I do. Real yes. Player? I used to sit on Real Player and see what's the latest trailers. And that was the only way you could see trailers that were coming up in the States. And it was like shitty little windows that were tiny postage stamp things downloading over dial up connection and you'd get to watch the trailers. I remember Frank in Talisman downloading over- Oh, Frank! <laughs> oh, downloading overnight. And it took overnight to download a standard definition version of the Phantom Menace trailer. <laughs> and him calling me into the back room says, oh, you've got to see this. And, I, and the pair of us watched it in this tiny little window. Still better than the film. Yeah, oh, it was a terrific trailer. <laughs> yeah, so so I no, I don't want to entirely recreate that, but I do think it's it might be fun for us to kind of go through some of the trailers on the, uh, on the Apple uh, trailer app. Now, you don't seem to have the Apple Trailer app. No, What's the Apple going on? Trailers app is is, a, is no longer a thing. It is. The... It still is. It's on my phone. There it is. There. Oh, that icon with the wee cinema card there. That that's the one trailers. There I you never go. have this thing because YouTube exists. Yeah, there you go. So right. Although so this the... would be better because there be no ads. Yeah, yeah. That's why this is good. So this is the Apple the Apple Trailer app, which is on the Apple TV and it's on the iPhone and so on. Is Apple's sort of old uh, trailer home. Now, it used to be the Apple trailer app would only show the top kind of movies, Sony and Paramount, and all the film studios would go through it. And then something happened. I don't know quite what happened, but somewhere along the lines they went, why the fuck are we letting Apple have all our trailers? This is crazy. And so suddenly Apple didn't have all the good trailers. And what happened was that someone in Apple went, you know, as we, we don't have many trailers. We'd better just put whatever shit comes our way on the trailer app. And so now the Apple trailer app is full of weird trailers for weird films. Some of them are films that are like done by religious organizations that are kind they're of. They're my funded. favorite. They're, they're- <laughs> <laughs> things like um, you know, uh, into the light and stuff like that, where it's where it's all about some some terrible person coming to coming to realization that they, you know they're a love they're a love child of God all along. <laughs> so I thought we'd go through some of these ones and, and watch some of them. So, um, but we'll talk. So you'll hear God, someone's remade Aladdin. Oh, <laughs> have you not heard? Have you, not uh, heard? Yeah. have you seen it? It's supposed to be my wife and son swear by it and think it's brilliant. Um, so I, I want to avoid the ones that are really good. Now, have you watched Ad Astra? Ad Astra's up there. Have you seen the I, Ad Astra trailer? I assume I've seen nothing. Okay, you've seen nothing. Okay, well, Ad Astra is a new Brad Pitt movie, which is a. I only just watched the trailer for it. Um, 
which looks like it might be interesting. It's got Tommy Lee Jones in it. There you oh, go. Okay. And Donald Sutherland. And so Ireland's Ruth Negger. Ah. Well, do you want, shall we play this, see if this works? This okay, might work. So, this is so, a good trailer, so, so we might accidentally just watch it with our jaws agape. No, no. That, well, uh, well, it's a good uh, film, maybe. So, so listen, you're going to hear the audio of the trailer, mm-hmm. but it's going to be fair use because we're commenting on it. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah, in yeah. case anyone's any... Any trouble... Uh, any problem with this whatsoever. Yeah. And you can watch these trailers on, on YouTube if you're feeling like you want to watch them uninterrupted. <laughs> okay. so oh, With visuals? We'll, even? we'll try to have a list of all these trailers in the show notes for you. Yeah, we won't, but we'll try. We will try. Yeah. Uh, this is the slider here for the audio. So if you want to move it up and down. Oh, sexy. So so this is, the, so I can, ooh. That's really loud. Is it? Okay, sorry. It will be. Okay. So this is Ad Astra, directed by James Gray. Oh, so we've got Liv Tyler looking at. Oh yeah, Liv it. Tyler. I do what I do. Two dad going to the stars. It's a bit on the nose of a drone. He was a hero. So he I I saw this and, and it's about his dad and I saw a photo of his dad and went, his dad's an, a, a modern actor. That's a modern photo of that actor. We're going to see his dad at some point at that age. Probably he's going to meet him. That's what that was my first thought since I saw that photo. And I thought, oh, gravity with Brad Pitt. This, this is fairly spectacular, I have to say. Yeah. It's crazy out there. He's, a, he's in a hospital bed. Yeah. Can I have to create the scene? Here? Oh, do we? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Liv Tyler is, 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 is Tommy Lee Jones playing we the older version of Brad Pitt? I don't. I think he's. I don't know who he's playing. What can you tell us about the Lima Project? Ooh, Lima Project. It's Phallic rocket was to search for advanced extraterrestrial life. The ship oh. disappeared approximately 16 years into the mission. And the commander was? My dad. He was my father's. Yay! Oh. It. This might come it's as Tommy Lee Jones. a shock to you. Tommy Lee Jones went to space looking every Your in-house, father. out-house, dog-house. And- <laughs> a classified material that could threaten our entire solar system. All life would be destroyed. We're counting on you to find out what's happening out there. I mean, this is very much my sort of thing. Yeah, it's mine too. Give me, it give me it's, it's surprising that it's not directed by Christopher Nolan because <laughs> yeah, it has Christopher Nolan or written all over it. Yeah. Please describe your current mental and emotional state. Oh God, I'm feeling good, ready to do my job to the best of my abilities. This is what is so this September. I remain fully committed to the lawful completion of the mission. They shouldn't put Liv Tyler in things. Necessary. Why? Destroy the project and she really only has one face, which is... Oh, please don't die in space. Yeah. <laughs> that's do, a very... That's a very... She's doing it again. And now, it's fate. It's on me. We have a job to do. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah, I think that was uh, like if you, no, I think we've reached a point now with with the visual effects. If you told me that that everything in that movie was CG, mm-hmm. even Brad, Pitt, even Brad Pitt, yeah, I'd be like, that seems completely that's, legit that's to me. Fairly, fairly on. Yeah, that so, looked yeah, quite good. That looks pretty good. I, I, that looks good. In, in theatre, September the twentieth. Yeah, I, th- I actually think that might be a film my wife would like. My wife likes spacey films, oh, does but she? not 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 overly sci-fi. But Did she like First Man? She loved Mars. She hasn't seen First Man. First Man, I thought but was fantastic. Mars. So let's see, right, so we've had a good one. Let's look at a bad one, right? Project Ithaca looks like it might be awful. It really does, yeah. <laughs> so let's see, Project, Project Ithaca. Ithaca. A group of strangers awake okay, on board starring, spacecraft. Directed by, directed by someone you've never heard of, starring people you don't know. 
James uh, Galanders. Divided they will die together. They can find a way home. Derek Campbell. It's always a sign of quality when it says in theaters and on iTunes on June question <laughs> yeah. mark. Is that a question mark or is that two? June 7th, I think. June 7th. So we play this trailer. It's a, like a weird spacey eye thing with space and spaceships. And also things. in it, Daniel Fathers. Oh, oh I know him. More of a, more of a, no, a declaration than a name. <laughs> Let's see. I think this might be a terrible one. I don't know. This might be one of those ones that is in the oh, Asda bargain they've section. Ch- they've changed the MPAA um, green screen. I didn't realize they changed I like, that. I've always liked that logo because it looks like the man from Uncle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, seven strangers. What are they looking for? They're harvesting energy. So they seem oh, to be in some sort of like Harry Potter slash alien type thing. Yeah. Uh, Actually, this looks good. Die. This looks like a scary horror sci-fi thing. I want you to imagine your most favorite place in the whole wide world. Rosebud. is yours. And yours only. Not sure this really. oh, So they're all trapped You're in a VR thing. Why have they all got like black smutsy around their face? Just Maybe they're just really good Catholics. Uh, you don't belong here. Oh, oh, spooky old lady. Oh, spooky old lady. Oh, no, 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 no. And who like you be? Dad, it's me. You're trying to get inside my head. Oh, I like it when uh, English accents come out in the sci-fi thing now. That's a nice shot, that sort of sideways shot. That's good. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. There's a lot of cutting away from weird stuff. It looks very like um, somebody's doing a bargain basement version of... of, uh, Event Horizon? Event Horizon, yeah. Although, to be fair, I say a bargain basement version. Like It it looks pretty good. Special effects look pretty good. It definitely looks like there's been a lot of effort put into... Oh, did I see Canadian tax credits? Northern Ontario. Yeah, Yeah. I saw that. So Canada has has something very like Northern Ireland Screen in that they do fund a lot of their own cinema. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's how you got movies like Cube, Mm -hmm. if you remember. Um, and and they know- what, Cube is one of those films that I will eventually get round to watching, and I'll sit down and think, oh, oh, Cube, I wanted to watch that. When did that come out? And it'll be like fifty years ago or something. I'll go, fuck, I'm so old. Well, that was pretty good. I like that. That was. I actually surprised by how much that looked good. Have, oh, have, have you, you seen, seen yesterday? Have you seen? I, I've seen yesterday? the trailer yesterday. We can yeah, watch I, that. Okay. Yeah, let's watch that. That's good. Okay. Oh, and that, there's a new trailer for new, the new Pixar movie I haven't seen yet. Oh, have you not? Okay. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, should we explain what these films are before we start them, do you well, think? Well, yesterday is the new Richard Curtis film, isn't it? So Yes. Um, it's about a man who, who just got, who... He he sort of bumps his head and wakes up in a world that where never no one's had ever the heard, never had the Beatles. Except he knows all the songs. Yeah, and so he starts writing the Beatles songs, which feels like the plot from Red Dwarf or something like, similar. This is, I mean, this was exactly my fantasy whenever I was 16, <laughs> that, that all of a sudden Nirvana weren't going to exist. And, oh, no! And I would write all of their songs. <laughs> It's yes, that. But also, it's also the plot of of uh, the, the one about the the two time and time traveler who goes back to the forties. Oh, goodbye, sweetheart. Goodbye, sweetheart. Where Good he, night, sweetheart. He, he writes all the songs, and everyone goes, "Oh, this is amazing, Gary. You're great." Oh, I've never really seen anything beyond like, the first episode of Goodnight, Sweetheart. That, that's pretty much the, that's how he makes his money. He comes back in time and sort of starts writing all the Beatles songs, specifically oh, okay. the Beatles. So anyway, let's let's hear, see this. Okay. So he's a failing musician playing at a uh, at a what looks like a festival to four kids. Now this definitely has a British feel good movie written all over. Yeah, kind of weird blackout of all civilization, which means flicked off all over the world. 
Turn it up a bit for this one. Yesterday, Ellie bought you a present. All my troubles seem wow. so far away. I can only imagine the cost of licensing these these songs. Oh, yeah. Isn't it cheaper if you sing it yourself, though? I mean, I've got to imagine that this movie may be the movie with the highest uh, budget for its soundtrack that I've ever seen. It's a really great moment, though, in that, where they all watch him playing that song for yes. the very first time. And they're all kind of really... Either moved by it. Yeah. Well, it's not Coldplay. Not fix you. <laughs> Do you genuinely not know who the Beatles are? Genuinely. Then I'm in a really, really, really complicated situation. When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me. Sorry, I'm just listening to Jack's new song. What's this one called? Uh, leave it be. Let it be. Leave well, it rock be. On Jack. Oh yeah. <laughs> Tell you something. <laughs> We should talk. See, we pay and you write songs. I'm very conscious that we're not saying anything here. Yeah, I know, I know. And then we take most of it. And it's Kate McQuinnan from um, Saturday Night Live and Ghostbusters. Oh no, I'm out. It's got James James Gordon Gordon in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've sang this song live and uh, I'm really good at it. Oh yeah, okay. Some of these songs are really good. That's the thing. And my wife doesn't like the Beatles. Right? Never liked the Beatles. But I think they've got quite a back catalogue and the songs that you hear are not the lots of these songs. And they're always sounded overproduced. Or the, the ones you hear are the ones that are kind of really well-known. There you go, folks. EJ's hot take. The yeah. Beatles were quite good. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is the, this is the one bit in the film where I'm like, oh, I'm kind of interested in where this goes now, where... Other where, where turn up. Paul and John show up. You know? Oh, do they? All oh, right. Well, that that's those two feet walking the out. Implication. Early. The implication is it's Paul and John going. Ah, right. Hang on. I didn't catch that the first time I watched it. Let me just give you this advice. Song title. Hey. Well, if you weren't out from James Corden, I can't imagine you'd have sat through uh, Ed Sheeran's Ed Sheeran's one as well. <laughs> showing up. Ed Sheeran feels like a character who has. Like he's an average Joe and has accidentally walked into being famous, and 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 uh, like like there could be a film like Yesterday about a bloke who just happens to be working in Tesco's and walks out the door and everyone acts like he's a famous musician I, I, and yes. he goes what the fuck and he just goes I'll just roll with this for a while and see yeah like like it's, like it's a massive prank on him <laughs> yeah <laughs> and at some point people are gonna go surprise yeah. you're actually quite shit. <laughs> And everyone's been playing along. I mean, I think that'll probably happen from from the point of view of like someday Ed Sheeran will cease to be cool. Yeah. And he'll wonder what happened. What, ha- what happened? I was really cool for a while. It's like, yeah, but that was whenever you looked rubbish and didn't sing very well. Yeah, I kind of have problems with Ed Sheeran and that, you know, like his concerts are really expensive and then you go and it's just this ginger busker. Mm. Like he doesn't carry, come with a band. Yeah, yeah. It's him and an effects pedal, and he just sort of just batters a guitar for an hour I, and a half. I haven't, I can't honestly say I've heard any of his music, and uh, and he just looks like 
He's just someone who turns up and looks like Ed Sheeran, and you go, "Why is he turned up in, in Game of Thrones? What the fuck?" What's how how Ed Sheeran looks and dresses has been the subject of much discussion online as well. Okay. Like he shows up for um, I can't remember what event it was. It was some big flashy fashion event mm-hmm. or something in in America, and he was standing beside Beyonce, who was dressed to the absolute like nines, a goddess, dressed like yes, like like Mount Olympus itself. That said. <laughs> Let's just place this one here, yeah. And then Ed's standing there, dressed in a plaid shirt and jeans, <laughs> like he's like he's trying to, <laughs> just like he's got lost and just just wandered his way on the red carpet. So there's a homeless person here, and people he's were like, "How dare he disrespect Beyonce by showing up, <laughs> by just existing like that, like like by not even making an effort." He he probably looked like I and I've said this before about people who go to comic cons and stuff I'm always fascinated whenever people normal people get their photo taken beside like famous TV and film stars and they like normal people look like normal people and famous TV and film stars also look like normal people but somehow when you put them together the famous people look like shit is that what humans are supposed to look like and then <laughs> and then the normal person just looks like oh my god what is that disheveled mess of a thing beside beside David Tennant or someone yeah, what, what I mean, is going the on the interesting there? thing with Ed Sheeran is that if Ed Sheeran's career continues on the trajectory it has for the last few years, I think within the next couple of years he's going to be an actual billionaire. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's 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 on that path apparently. I can't. Where, I mean, where, I can't in all honesty feel begrudgingly against it because no, I I'm, I would like that I, luck. <laughs> I, 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 have, like I have no problem manner. with it. I mean, he is he has clearly signed some sort of contract. Mm. That oh will, yeah, when his soul is finally will, reclaimed, with, with that's going to hurt. Yeah, that's going to hurt like buggery. That. <laughs> well, Ed, your contract's up now. What? Uh, anyway, let's try another one. Let's say so. Yesterday was quite good. Let's find a bad one. Oh, bad one. Okay. Yeah, let's find a bad. Plus one looks like it one might child be nation. No, that might be good. <laughs> is that a documentary? It's a documentary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think it sucks though. <laughs> no, you're saying that because you want to watch that. I think plus one looks terrible. Let's see who's in plus one. Uh, plus one stars again people I don't know uh, mm. Rosalind Chow's in it no I know who she is she played uh, Keiko O'Brien in Deep Space Nine. Oh right okay okay so that's a deep cut there There's for you for the nerds a whole bunch of names I don't know Mary Erskine and Jack Quaid never heard of either of them but they're the headliners a good sign let's see who this one's funded by okay uh, the, the description is long time friends Alice and Ben find themselves in that inevitable year that all late 20 somethings well, I might all late 20 somethings I have nothing in common with these people every person they know gets married and agree to be each other's plus one as they par through an endless parade of insufferable weddings <sighs> so we're going to par through oh, this I'm insufferable sorry, trailer oh this is going to be awful this is riveting content <laughs> she was good I like all I just got his number Okay. Maybe it'll be good. First. Sure. They look like normal people. It's it's surprisingly um, indie-ish in look. Yeah. I was expecting something well a bit glossier. It, yeah, the poster looks like a... Oh, from example, Ben Stiller. Right, okay. Here you are. Getting married. Today's about Barb and Kyle. Michael, Kira. Dave and Julia. It, yeah. See, this is why I, I no, watch some of these things sometimes and do a little bit of this, because... Sometimes you're surprised at how good a film is that is not that you look at it and you go no. It's like the marketing people have gone. We know what this is. How easily you are swayed by a slickly cut together trailer and some music. Yeah. You know, these title cards that are coming up have the look of one of the uh, iMovie templates. 
there, there's definitely an element of they're trying to make this movie appear to be something that I don't think it was ever intended to be. Yeah. It looks like much more like an indie comedy than yeah. a, uh, a glossy a studio rom-com. comedy type thing. Now, yeah. Maybe that's just me sort of... Um, no, no, I agree with you. I think, I think yeah. Tribeca Film Festival Audience Award. Maybe it's a good movie. Yeah. Adorable. She is adorable. Oh, look. It's not, He's it's not like that. We're just, we're just friends. Do you reckon my Erskine is any relation to Gary Erskine? I don't know. Ed Begley Jr. Why is everybody so in love and just so sure? This looks, this looks all right. Is, I'd watch this film. I, I think I'd watch this film too. Yeah. There you go. I wouldn't necessarily want that poster. I mean, that poster has the look of... Kiko O'Brien got old. <laughs> yes. You don't like cuddling? I love cuddling. I just don't want to cuddle with you. What about tickle scratching? What is tickle scratching? We like, we scratch each other's backs in a gentle way. But it's not weird. It's like... What? Yeah, I, 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 I often get Susie to tickle scratch me before <laughs> I go to sleep. But that's I do like a little scratch on my back. <laughs> so that's plus one. That poster definitely looks like someone went. The poster we need is, to sell this. We to need to sell who, this as run of the mill romantic comedy. Yeah, it and looks I, like. And I don't think mid, it is that mid two thousands. Matthew McConaughey. Yes, kind of comedy pre, thing. pre the McConaughey's. Yeah, <laughs> the McConaughey's. <laughs> um. Uh, Let's see. Brittany runs a marathon. On the other hand, it uh, looks like a low budget. Oh no! This is the one we need to watch. Deep, deep murder. Deep murder. Okay. okay. This looks like Which someone's has, tried to do a modern version of. The, we, get, the, we get a Bernie's. Yeah, we get a Bernie's. That's exactly what it looks like. This raunchy horror comedy delves deep into the story of a deranged killer as he slashes his way across a soft core porno. Who will last the longest as the stiffs pile up and the killer ploys through his victims? You see what well, he did somebody, there? Some, uh, somebody, <laughs> somebody's really worked it there, haven't they? Uh, this, this stars oh it's Jerry O'Connell, Jerry O'Connell. wow we haven't seen him much he doesn't him. get a lot of work these days no, no. well actually most of the work that I've experienced Jerry O'Connell recently is he plays the voice of Superman in, in the DC animated universe these All days right. okay so I wonder if I'll get the Superman vibe off this this is fun I'm having fun doing this uh, I hope someone else is downstairs at my son not every show's going to be a winner and the baby there's Jerry O'Connell Supermaning. okay things are about to get filthy Superman says that all the time. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. That's a terrible bit of filming. Oh, he's the victim. Jerry O'Connell's dead. What do you do now? We should call 911. Yeah, I know those numbers. I'll do it. Somebody call for a private dick? Oh, I don't know. I believe he was murdered. (gasps) Murdered Uh, on purpose? But who would do such a thing? Is it supposed to be a badly made thing? I swear I didn't do it. It's really, I, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm really struggling to get the handle of what this movie is. Yeah, it's really serial killer. We need to find him before he finds us. That that, like I can't a tell if it's a parody of a porn film or if. We have to learn to trust each other. What is this? Really weird. Tonally, it's very peculiar. Christopher McDonald, he's, I've seen him in things before. Christopher McDonald was uh, also in Star Trek. He was the, he was the first officer of the Enterprise C in Yesterday's Enterprise. Wow. <laughs> that did not look very good. I no, it looked admit. very strange. Yeah, like it, like it 
it wanted to be sort of self-referential and knowing, but it's, it's out time, next week in America if you're listening. Yeah, so. yeah, don't don't go and see it. Uh, let's find a good one. What do you so, think? Well, I need to see this Pixar trailer. Oh, you haven't so, seen it. Onward. No, onward. Okay. You haven't seen it at all. Do you know anything about it? I know nothing about it. Right. I didn't know anything about it until set, I saw that it was mentioned the other day. Set in a suburban fantasy world, Disney and Pixar's Onward introduces two teenage elf brothers who embark on an extraordinary quest to discover if there's still a little magic left out there. Pixar Animation Studios' all new digital features, directed by Dan Scanlon, produced by Corey Ray, the team behind Monsters University. Onward released in theaters. Blah. Um, it I, very. It I, feels I do very like, much. I do like, like Monsters University a lot. It feels very much like Monsters Inc. but with fairies. Okay, so do you think it's like Bright? <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's what they watch in Bright. It's what okay. Pixar makes in the Bright universe. Oh. In times of old, the world was magical. But times change. Oh, okay. See, this all feels like the start of Monsters, Inc. to me. Sort of the Monsters world. Weirdly, I don't think I was that far off with the bright comparison. No. It's like a bunch of fantasy creatures in a modern day yeah. environment. Um, environment. It's oh, so kind of nicely animated, nice looking. It just feels like one of the lesser Pixar's. Like there's always a Pixar you can skip every fourth Pixar. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to bother with this Pixar. When Pixar are at their very, very best, it's it's when they try to take a concept mm-hmm. and um, and really, really run with it to the point of like where they they try to say something about the human condition with it. Mm. I, I think some of the better examples of that are like Up. Mm. And um, Inside Out, mm-hmm. I thought Inside Out was a spectacular yeah. movie. Um, when Pixar are kind of coasting, it's whenever they just try to have like a fun adventure movie and a yeah. Uh, you know. It won't be hot. It won't be bad, but at the same time, it'll be. No, you're, you're guaranteed a level of quality. Yeah, that, you know, you, you know, it's going to be well crafted. Yeah, my kids will probably like that, and Tom especially will really love that. I think um, Nathan. Couldn't be bothered with it. I'm not that fussed either. Did you see the drubbing that uh, Dark Phoenix got this weekend? Oh, no, but it... I mean, they've already done Dark Phoenix, haven't they? I mean, isn't that what one of the X-Men was? Yeah, well, Simon Kinberg, who's the director of it, he was the one who actually wrote um, X-Men Last Stand, and he decided he wanted another go at the the Dark Phoenix, you know... um, Yeah, let's have a proper go. I'm really fucked it up. Let's do it again properly. He's actually managed to make a movie that's got worse ratings than X-Men 3. There's The Kitchens up there. That's based on a comic by Ollie Moss. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Did you know that? I did not know that. Have you seen that trailer? I just noticed that Rambo Last Blood is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, well, let's look at The Kitchen. Okay. So, Kitchen by Ollie Moss. I can't remember the artist. At any time, feel free to leave. Listen, we're doing another 30 minutes of this until this, this, we've done an hour. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so it's got uh, Melissa McCarthy, Tiffany Haddish, Elizabeth Moss, Donald Gleeson, and James Bagdale. Cast. These Good are cast. all people that I've heard of. So that that's a... That's a, a plus. That's got something over the last few movies anyway. Um, I, don't, I don't know the director, Andrea Burloff, but uh, the Kitchen Stars, blah, blah, blah. Okay, it doesn't mention anything about the Ollie Moss stuff. Maybe, no. maybe they think Ollie isn't, isn't a big enough draw. Not for the trailer, no. 
Uh, Irish Mafia. Okay, right. Well, I, I'm. So it's, ki- it's basically so it's Kitchen Irish. It's basically birds oh, it's of Hell's a, Kitchen. It's basically birds of a feather set in America. That's oh, what it is. Okay. they're all ex-cons. Uh, other halves. Wait, now this this seems very like the uh, the movie that was out a wee while ago from um, uh, what was his name, Steve McQueen. The the movie about the the, the widows. Oh right, okay. I haven't seen that one. Widows is about. Uh, the, the widows of some bank robbers that yeah. were killed, and they, they decided they're going oh, to continue they're, to get. They're going to do the heist that the, the husbands <clears throat> have planned. Yeah. Also, a plot of birds of a feather. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think you saw a very different series of birds of the feather than I did. <laughs> all right, Kev. All right, Trace. <laughs> R-rated. Weird. There's language throughout. Ooh, That's York good. City, I like, I like understanding things. Hell's Kitchen. It's very comic book looking already. It was common as a as a cop. Most employers don't want mothers. It's a competitive market. You don't know me. For money, you survive. Now might be the time. For what? For you. Donald Gleason. Mm. See, there's DC Vertigo logo there. Up top. This is the Irish mom. I'm gonna have to be honest. I didn't know about this comic. No, gonna be just fine. We got no money. Can't even make the rent with what they gave me last night. They didn't want me in the family in the first place. Forty years we pay protection and we don't get nothing for it. So we're, we're seeing lots of scenes here of the of the wives and the, the troubles they have had after their husbands have gone. Yeah, if you've seen Birds of a Feather. Some people haven't seen Birds of a Feather. <laughs> Better Rolling Stones. We are going to have crews everywhere. I can see you got brains, and I know you got money, but we got one thing that you don't. Barclavers. We got criminals. Told you we can't go around working for a bunch of women. Oh, so they, they start a protection racket. I will wipe you off the face of the earth. I don't want you to do it. I want you to teach me how to do it. Just to be clear, now we run this neighborhood. I like that sort of cutout panel thing, but I don't think we'll see it in the film. No, I don't think so. You go to war, there's no coming back. Alfonso Peretti wants to talk. If we go to Brooklyn, we're dead. What do you wear to something like that? You get dressed up? Are you kidding? What? And the Kitchen by Ollie Moss and some artists. Is Ollie going to get a mention here on the next page? On the next page? The next frame? Uh, Ollie Masters. Ollie There's. Masters. Not Ollie Moss. Who's Ollie Moss? Ollie Moss, the designer. Oh, no, it's Ollie Masters. I was like, I didn't think Ollie did comics. Yeah, no, no. Sorry. It's my fault. I ballsed up there. Yeah, but it's nice retro 70s design all throughout. There's like little bits. Very of heavy Scorsese influence on, yeah. the, on the look of it. I mean, it looks kind of very like Goodfellas y or something mm. like that. But no, I'll definitely see that. Yeah. No, no let's have a bad one. <laughs> I think the astronaut with Richard Dreyfus, who I love ordinarily, <laughs> looks terrible. Richard Dreyfus. As it's, a, not, it's not even the astronaut; it's just astronaut. 
There's no definitive article. It's astronaut. astronaut. It's uh, any astronaut. <laughs> Angus, a lonely widower, has his long-extinguished dream to become an astronaut reignited when a national competition is announced. The prize, one ticket for a trip to space. Way over the age limit, Angus alters his birth date so he can enter the competition against all the odds. But with the help coming from his dysfunctional family, he must battle against preconceptions, ill health and time to win the ticket. And take the trip of his dreams. So it's like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory in for space. old people. For old people, Annette has been. We've been to. Um, we went to the thing with the British astronaut Tim Peake, and Annette went to another thing with another astronaut. And on both occasions, a guy stood up to ask a question, and instead of asking a question, said, "Hi, just I want to ask a thing. Um, I'm actually one of the first people in Ireland to pay for space tourism, and and just wanted to talk about that for five minutes. <laughs> it's in both occasions exactly the same thing, and he was about that age. Not so much a question, but a comment. Yeah, yeah." <laughs> So, astronaut. So, let's... Is it a quiver distribution? Oh, oh then looking up at the stars. I know, something tells me the effects of this. I'm going to be quite up to the level of that Astra. You don't think reason. so? Now, that said, what? the effects are more within the reach of people long. these days. Yeah. And it's, it's surprising yeah, what, what a low-budget movie can even do. Yeah. Again, this has this has the feel of a, a thing the, put I, this feels so, This feels wholesome in a way that... We have to check that this isn't some sort of like Christian uh, marketing. Oh God, yeah, yeah, that's true. Nope. Do you know what? I bet you this is funded by Jeff Bezos. I think you'll find out Jeff Bezos funded this because it's got a, a nice, health, wealthy man wealthy giving a free, wealthy billionaire giving free tickets out. A wholesome billionaire saying, "I'm a wholesome dude and not weird at all, and definitely don't use the blood of young people to keep myself youthful looking." Can I come? What? Time to fly. That guy does look like Jeff Bezos. Yeah. And I'd be a damn fool to let this one pass. And, and yeah, here's the other thing. They've got an astronaut suit that looks like somebody's called it together from what they could buy in some sort of off, uh, 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 what do you call it, the no, ski I resort or something? I know. You do. He's a brilliant man. He still is. I bet you it's an Amazon original at the end. Available on Amazon. It's it's inspirational. It's inspired scary. me not to watch it. Yeah, it's it's really awful. Can you can you get like space stock footage? Because it seems like a lot of it's cut together. <laughs> <laughs> it was not good, was it? No, it, it, even shoot the, for the stars. Even the trailer seems like wildly optimistic that you're going to watch this. <laughs> it's like look, let's these are the best bits, <laughs> and these aren't very good. There's a lot of old man dancing with kids. That makes you feel good, doesn't it? Well, there's uh, things here that kind of do interest me. Um, like what? Ophelia looks interesting. What is chasing the devil? Susie and I got a lot, a lot, watch, a lot of um, into watching a lot of Asian cinema recently, uh-huh. and uh, this is going to have subtitles, right? So if, you, if you're going to play this, this I mean, even more than the others where you can at least hear them, this one will see, have the, subtitles. This has actors in it that I know from chasing others, the dragon two last... wild bunch, wild wild bunch. Sorry, yeah, I mean that's you know it's it's clearly quality stuff. Um, the gangster, the cop, the devil. Ooh. Yeah, see, see, like you know, Korean and Japanese crime movies. I mean, we've just watched so many and a lot of Hong Kong. Oh, stuff have you seen the Poison Rose? The trailer for the Poison Rose. This is amazing. Uh, no, because it's not very good. 
Um, oh, it's got John Travolta. John Travolta. Okay, well, already it's off to a terrific start. John Travolta, <laughs> much like um, much like Bruce Willis. Will you see the people that are like just play it, and I'll, we'll name all the people as they crop up, and it'll be like, oh, they're in the twilight of their acting career. Oh, they're in the twilight. Oh, I haven't seen that person in a long time. They're in the twilight of their acting career. Go on. Let's, Some, let's pop it on and let's Something must have star. happened during the making of Pulp Fiction, right? Where My name is Carson Phillips. There's John Travolta with a very bad wig. Yeah. And Tarantino did his best to revive John Travolta's career. He did his yeah. level best. He gave him a, a fantastic role. Morgan Freeman. The, world the, 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 what do you call it? The foreign guy from The Big Lebowski, isn't it? The, um, where is he? He was there a second ago. All intense looks. A lot has happened since I left Texas. Famke Janssen. Famke Hansen. That's the one. Speaking of uh, Dark Phoenix. I'd like to hire him. My daughter's a scorned wife. This is the first place they'll come looking. Everyone's got an ex Robert Patrick, Terminator 2. Jesus, he's filled out a bit. Yeah. She had nothing to do with Happy's death. Happy's murder. Happy's murder. There's been a murder. I still miss my friend Andy Dufresne. When the writer of Bad Boys and Midnight Run, though, that's... Well, Midnight Run is, is one of the all-time kids. People just disappear here. Take care of that little problem, Ross. Look. Wow. <laughs> is, is this just a movie for everyone who's a lot fatter than they used to be? Brendan Fraser is pushing maximum density. <laughs> he really is. And I can say that because I'm a fat guy. Yeah. cheating on her all over town. Make this his last warning. I'm going to watch this. <laughs> Your move. I mean, it has the feel of a film that might be good, but at the same time, I can't. It's your man from Peter Stormare. Yeah, that's him. Walk away. It's very rare you'd watch a film with so many actors that you know who they are, but still are very unimpressed with the actors that are in it. Far worse than you can imagine. Like there isn't, there's barely one person with a speaking line there you don't know from something else. Oh yeah, I mean Morgan Freeman, you know, is ridiculously famous, but at the same time, you know, everyone in this movie's career has seen better days. Yeah. Again, there's a in in select theaters and And on iTunes iTunes, the same day. Yeah. Um, You'd watch that. What was that called? That was in the uh, the the Poison Rose. The Poison Rose. I'll watch it. It's probably not very good. <laughs> yeah, your level of what you're prepared to watch is quite low. Now, Look, I'm it? a big John Travolta fan. Right? Yeah. I, I, I think the man made a lot of interesting stuff in his early career, mm. and then he just pissed it away. Mm. And then Quentin Tarantino gave him a shot in the arm and said, here's a brilliant brilliant uh, role, run with this. And he, he surfed that way for a few years. He, he got you know given a few good roles. And then clearly he doesn't have a clue what a good script is. Yeah, so, so so he just he just threw it away again. He he just picked worse and worse films. Maybe he's hoping for another Tarantino kind of thing. Where, like, when that Tarantino film came, had Tarantino's career taken off yet? Was it sort of Pulp Fiction was the movie that launched? I mean, like, yeah. Reservoir Dogs was the one where everyone's like, take a look at this guy, and then Pulp yeah. Fiction was the one where he won the Palm Door. Yeah, and ah, uh, oh, yeah, there's there's one of those Christian films, The Other Side of Heaven Two. Other Side of Heaven Two, Faith. Go, 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 let's go, let's go up to there it is. Oh, there it is there. Yeah. Right, okay. Fire of Faith. This doesn't even look like a movie. <laughs> but he's, he's from the Kameen actor and it's in something. I recognise that actor. Christopher face. Gorham? Yeah, he's famous for something. The other uh, This will be a, a Mormon film, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Continues the epic true story of Elder John H. Gruber. Elder, there's your clue, it's a Mormon. Uh, as depicted in this eponymous Disney, distrib- Disney... This is... I love the grasp they're making here. It's a Disney distributed hit film. 
It's, it's yes. as close to being a Disney film yeah, as so possible. It's like, this is a continuing the epic saga of a movie that was distributed by Disney in 2001. <laughs> so it's a sequel to a movie a sequel- you haven't heard of. People, it's, it's one people have been crying out for. I know my kids, when they go to Disneyland, are, are desperate to get to Disney distributed hit films so, area where, <laughs> Daddy, where, da- where all of the, the guys are dressed up as characters from films that you've Disney distributed but never actually made. Daddy, Daddy, can we go to the Hall of Mirrors, other side of Heaven Ride? <laughs> Uh, where's the where's the this is great because they have to explain the original film first of all that's a good sign isn't it where's the original movie detailed Elder Groberg's first mission to Tonga in the 1950s as a 19 year old bachelor the sequel tells the inspiring true story of his return to Tonga in the 1960s with his wife and five young daughters to serve as president of the Tonga Fiji this mission is not going to be that worth. is exciting that is exciting weirdly I knew a girl who's from Fiji and her dad was a mission Area over there. Well, so I bet you he's be, a big fan. I, bet you, of I, I would imagine. Johnny I imagine that's the only audience they'll have. <laughs> oh, we're going to watch it, right? Let's well, we're see. absolutely going to watch it. <laughs> Let's watch it. Straight it's going to be insipid nonsense. Yeah. Oh, oh. It uh, opens with in, a sunri- sunrise behind a cloud. Kids playing on the beach. Inspirational music. Lie before us like a land of dreams. Oh. It's been ten years since he left the island. It's been ten years since you left the island. That's the most. That's the most Mormon look I've ever seen. That man is Mormon man. Now he will show his family the depth of his love. Really neither joy nor Do you think he's wearing the magic underwear underneath that? I would say so. How else will he stop the waves? What is he? Is he actually going to pray the waves to stop? I don't know. Based on the extraordinary true story, white man, come tell us how to live our lives. Of one man's strength, sir. That actor has to be a Mormon as well. He's been in something. I've seen him in some, like famous things. Maybe in Mad Men or something. Is he a Mad Men actor? But yeah, he, almost certainly everyone involved in this is a Mormon. This is the movie. Like, if you're a Mormon actor, like this someone is- calls you up and says, "Do you, do you remember that promise you made that you you've were going made to re- the call? You've, you're making the sequel at last. The sequel they should they said would never be made because it was too remarkable." Very Christian music, very Christian rock music. The other side of heaven too. Okay, I'll look up what he's been in because <laughs> it's going to annoy you, is it? It, it's, it is. Return annoying. to the island, summer twenty nineteen. Like the last time anyone went to the island was two thousand. So who's crying out to return to the island? This is going to be one one of these things that's impossible to even Wikipedia because Christopher Gorham, he's bound to be the guy in it, doesn't he? So the other Christ- side of heaven. Let's see. So, oh wait, it's the same actor. Okay. Wow! So, so like he's come back. He's come back ten years later. Uh, so he, 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 he was in Ugly Betty. Maybe that's, that's where I I know him from. I know him from Ugly Betty. All oh, right, okay. Um, yeah, because that's the only thing that I recognize on this list. I suppose he was in Felicity as well, but I never saw that. Um, Actually, I say, used to watch Ugly Betty, so maybe I know him from that. He is, as well. he is an autism awareness advocate, as he had a child diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome. Oh, there you go. Um, it does not say he's a Mormon, but no. I think I think we can draw our own conclusions. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, what did I watch? I watched something today. Oh, Predator. I started watching the new Predator movie, and it has Asperger's Child with Superpower in it, so I was kind of a bit out then. 
Right at the start, there's a kid with Asperger's. When's Nathan's really. power going to kick in? <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, it's 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 one of the tropes now is is kid with Asperger's who can remember all the pieces of a chessboard. Where there's a bit where these kids bully him in the chess room, and all the chess pieces get knocked over. And then he puts all the chess pieces exactly back where they were to begin with. Because that's useful. Yeah, that's that's a skill that we all have. That's a skill that kids with autism I can't have. wait for that part to I kick like, in. I, this is, maybe it's a mark of your display, right? So you've got high dynamic range on this. Yes. But the poster that they've made for Maleficent, the black, they've cut it out around the sort of rim of it. So you can see a kind of blocky cutout shape where the black, where the black of the Maleficent logo is kind of, it's lightened and then it's merging into pure blackness. And I think on, on the person who did that, their screen wasn't as well tuned or didn't have high yes. dynamic range. Yeah, they, they, so they, 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 it looked like a beautiful fade to black, whereas on yours, it looks like a kind of It's completely scene. showing up how badly the base <laughs> job is. Yeah. yeah so, so, the, cool. so they're starting to make movies. They're starting to make sequels to these Disney movies now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, my wife and kids really looking forward to that. Um, is this a movie about... Judy Garland? Judy Garland? Yeah, it is. I'm movie so there. With Rennie Zell- Zellweger. Oh, I love Judy Garland. Do you? Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I, I have to watch this, sorry. Okay, no, no, so, that's fine. Yeah, winter 1968. Rufus Sewell, my buddy wait, Rufus Sewell's in so, it. So, 68, this is like near near her death. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And, uh, yeah, PJ's Have you name. never used this trailer app before? I generally just watch trailers as they're offered to me on YouTube. But you this know? is kind of cool, isn't it? I would do this every few weeks because there's always a whole bunch of new trailers. Oh, look, they've recreated the Wizard of Oz set. I'm going to cry. Zellweger looks very good as Judy Garland. It's just because she doesn't look like Zellweger anymore. Yeah. Well. Oh, there she is there. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kind of watching this now because I, yeah. I, I, I just love the aesthetic of that era. And uh, I mean, she doesn't look like Judy Garland. Does she not? I not really, yeah. no, but, yeah. you know... Uh, late stage Judy Garland, no. <laughs> it's like, that's like late stage Hodgkin's lymphoma. <laughs> Maybe. I've got late stage Judy Garland. Um, actually, I mean, I, I don't think it's important to look exactly like no, her. I think it's, no. you know... Do they carry the body language and... Yeah. yeah that's weird. I had, no I, that I had no idea that film was coming. I mean, it could go either way. Yeah. <laughs> I think it might be good. Um, I'd like it to be good. Oh, shit! You, the right, um, the I, th- I don't know if it's the last episode, but it might be. It's episode seven of uh, what we do in the shadows, the the comedy vampire comedy thing. Has yes. so many amazing cameos in it that I uh, haven't got to yet. I'm, uh, I must check. Have it you out. not watched any of it? No. I've watched four episodes of it. I'm really bad at keeping up with well, anything. What these you've days. got to remember, it's directed by Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Waititi. And he's obviously called in a bunch of favours for this last episode because there's a, a meeting of the Vampiric Council, which features all of these vampires from around the world. And they're okay. all, they're all like, Big names, and they and they call them by their big names. It's not like you know, they use their actual names in this, so it's really fun, really fun. Well, here's a couple of movies here that I do want to see. Um, I do want to see the Downton Abbey movie. Okay, can't help it. I like the show. Really? Okay. Yeah, and uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Even though I'm sort of over Tarantino, I've read the premise, and from the premise, I know how it'll end. I Is know. It- 
I, I was hoping it end. would be um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I, I'm an unknown stuntman, and uh, it would be that uh, the film version of that. I was hoping it would be. I mean, they could make that movie. Fall I mean, guy, the fall guy, that's the, the fall one. guy. I mean, they yeah. all, but they already have that stuntman character that was in um, Death Proof. Mm-hmm. They could have made a movie about him in his younger years. Yeah, you know, um, there's obviously there's Brightburn, which is out now. I think so. Brightburn's the, the or, Superman like. It's, it's been in God. Scary Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Scary That's Superman. That's strange. I mean, it, it hasn't come out here yet, I don't yeah. think. Or if it did, it, it came and went really quickly. Um, Yeah, we're just kind of browsing through these here. What is this? Being Frank. That looks like a terrible movie. Yeah. I like the look of uh, 17-year-old Philip longs to leave his small time for music school and the Big Apple his dreams are dashed when his overbearing father, Frank, forbids it. Uh, in retaliation to his father's dictatorial parenting, he sneaks away in search of a wild spring break. However, when he crosses state lines, he instead finds a charming lake community where he spots his father with another woman. Turns out, Frank lives in this town and has an entire other family. With this bizarre revelation, Philip realises he can either blow the whistle on his father's deceit or take advantage of the surreal situation. Okay, it's all, it's, it's, it stars Jim Gaffigan, who some of you may know as a... As a comedian, and oh, and Anna, Anna Guns in it, who's Skylar White from Breaking Bad. Okay, you gonna watch it? Yeah, let's all watch right, this. Let's and watch, see. All right, uh, this is a fairly low expectation. This is an experimental me. episode. This, this is, a, this if, is an Adam Sandler this, movie, basically that Adam Sandler. If this whole thing doesn't work, we apologize, but no refunds. Miners get high and smoke weed. I agree with your mother. Looks like I have to leave first thing in the morning for. Japan. Okay, so Jim Gaffigan's playing Frank. Enjoy being out of town for weeks on end. So I did think he didn't come across as a 17 year old. No, no. Quite the stretch. My dad telling me what I can and can't do. Spring break! Spring break! Dude, that's my dad! How did he find us? I don't think it's you he's looking for. Men your father's age cheat to make themselves feel younger. She's our age. How young is he trying to feel? My woman, my woman, my He's not just cheating. It's a second family. You finally found your dad's kryptonite. You can get anything you Imagine want. Imagine if you had a second family. That happened to someone I know. Really? Did it? Is your uh, father home? I feel like it did. I feel like someone told me it once, but I was probably worried about my stuff, so... really good cop, isn't she? She is. hard to believe that we keep missing each other after all these years. Souvenir? My dad got that in Japan. Funny, I have the exact same one. No way. Way. Oh, it's so good to be home. Told you he'd be surprised. What are you doing down here? This does not look good. Why are you here? Spring break. There's two sides to every story. So it seems. He's not here for spring break. He could really use a father like you. You're blackmailing me? This looks not very good. It doesn't look very good. It's taken an interesting concept. Yeah. They could have squandering. They could have played seriously or or more seriously and they're going to go for like a... Uh, very broad laughs on this one. Yeah, but there isn't any. There's no broad laughs. Rule number one, only offer information when asked. What's the uh, hold up? Having little man talk. Sports, drinking, strippers. Rule number two. See, that wasn't funny. Question, no. Always answer with a question. Here's one. What's going to happen when you get caught? Yeah, that's it. What was that? What was it? Did you see the review there? I didn't, from the I didn't, I didn't catch who the review was from, no. Hilarious so Ashley Moore, Austin, Austin Chronicle. Austin Chronicle, yeah. Yeah. The big, the big If you can't get a New York Times or Washington Post on there. Ashley means We Live we, Entertainment. We live who entertainment. is that? It's a fun time. Me too. It's like kind of like I'm a, your accomplice. 
better than my extortionist. <laughs> See, uh, accomplice and extortionist sound a bit similar. That was the, I think yeah. that was the joke. But, but I, I, I'm going to stick with that and not recommend being frank. <laughs> great, great, great. I think if you can't even sell the movie on the trailer, which is like literally you get to put all the best bits. Yeah, we better get you, all. It's like get, someone's got, don't put any of the funny bits in because we don't want people to think it's that funny. You're just like, bring your A game to the trailer. And if you can't sell me on the trailer, then the movie must really, really I'm always suck. fascinated when there are more than one posters that are similar looking. So there's a poster there for The Proposal and a poster there for a film called Freaks. And they both have this kind of triangular thing going on in the middle of them, which okay. is kind of interesting. So that that's just interesting that those, those have got very is similar... Is this a remake of Todd Browning's Freaks? No. Oh, maybe. I know. In this science fiction thriller, a disturbed father locks his bold seven-year-old daughter in a house, warning her of grave dangers outside. But the mysterious Mr. Snowcone convinces the girl to escape and join him on a quest for family, freedom and revenge. Yeah. Got Bruce Dern in it. Yeah, I mean, it's got Emil Hirsch, who, who stars in one of my favourite movies, which is Speed Racer. Uh-huh. And now he's playing the dads in things, which is odd. But I'm on it. Is Emil Hirsch not an older guy? No. No, Emil Hirsch is quite young. Well, he's, he? he's younger than me. So. Okay. Well, let's put it on. Sure. Let's put it on, see. Might be amazing. That's against the man from Uncle Lugo. I want just that creepy music, creepy girl, Ooh. creepy house, girl crawling. It's like you'd go clean up. Mr. Oh, Snow Mr. Snowcone's outside. I don't trust Mr. Snowcone. Bruce Dern. Bruce Dern's Mr. Snowcone. Emil Hurst is doing a Jack Black look there, isn't he? Really is. You almost got us killed. Well, well, go USA see. Entertainment. Never heard of them. So what? This Clean the gun. Game. Did you go outside? No. It's, it feels yeah, very Cloverfield, but with younger no, people in it. Like the first Cloverfield. Or no, no, like not 43 40, Cloverfield not lane or whatever it is. <laughs> Come inside. Taste any flavor you want. Bruce Dern being extra creepy. Bruce Dern's been playing creepy for the last few years. I think whenever you reach that age, creepy might be, got. that might be all you get offered. Ooh, the music's going left to right, left to right in a crazy way there. the term freaks. Die freaks. Any freaks who are running loose are illegal. Well, that's do interesting. Think, do, what's do what's do the term? Do you think the child's like got mutant powers or something? Uh, or? It's a vaguely X-Men-y concept or something? Like the idea of... Yeah. Or The Shining or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Freaks. Oh, I don't know. I, I wasn't interested until that end bit. And, I mean, the, the, the X-Men is such a, is such a loose concept that it's it's so easily rip-offable by yeah. so many things. So. I know, it's I a really, trailer fun episode, this one. Mike Wallace is here, so this is about Mike It'll Wallace a documentary. Reporter. Yeah. Okay, um, okay. I'm, I'm interested in that. I'll probably check that out at some point. Yeah. Ford v. Ferrari, can't see that being a riveting movie. <laughs> um, Do you that? think we've exhausted this this feature? I so maybe we should limit this to very small time frames from now this on. Maybe one Jared or two. Jared Butler. Jared Butler. Oh, never Angel has film. fallen. That looks like a very photoshopped Jared Butler face because I don't think he looks as youthful as. I as take he it does this isn't this like another sequel to like um, Olympus has fallen or another. When or? there's an assassination attempt on U.S. President Alan Turnbull, Morgan, Morgan Freeman, Freeman is the president again. When's he ever out of office? Secret Service agent Mike Banning, Jared Butler. He's definitely uh, broken the two terms. Really. I remember Morgan Freeman playing a black president before we had a black president. Which is Some of all fears. Ago. He was the president in that. Uh, he was the president in Deep Impact. He uh-huh. was the president in, oh, I think at least a couple other movies. 
He's he's been a president a while, and he's been Nelson Mandela. That's another yeah. president. <laughs> that one count. His trusted and confidant, Secret Service agent Mike Banning, is wrongfully accused and taken into custody. Uh, after escaping from capture, he becomes a man on the run Morgan Freeman and must president? evade his own agency and outsmart the FBI in order to find a real threat to the president. Desperately uncover the truth, Banning turns to unlikely allies to help clear his name, keep his family from harm, and save the country from imminent danger. This reads like uh, someone's run an AI system over a bunch of films with Morgan Freeman as president to, to come up and generate a new Morgan Freeman as president film. I'm just looking up to see how many times Morgan Freeman has played president. So Morgan Freeman has... Uh yeah, there's three presents. Deep Impact, Olympus Has Fallen, Angel Has Fallen. I was right, this is a sequel to uh, to Olympus Has Fallen. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, well, Olympus was the... No, in Olympus Has Fallen, he, he was acting present. I'm guessing the real ah, president was killed. Yeah, okay. okay. But I, I felt like it had been... Who's the uh, angel in this scenario, is the question? It must be the president, maybe... It could just be Angle, so America spelled it, it wrong. It annoys me that the the last one was Olympus and this one's Angel, because angels don't belong Olympus. It should be Zeus or something has fallen. It shouldn't be Olympus, uh, Angel. Well, it's, let's... It's annoying. Let's I see. haven't seen the last one. Have you seen the last one? No, no one's seen it. <laughs> I like this song. Something's happening. Like you, Mr. President. <laughs> it's cold out here. Sorry. That's Jared hey, Butler. Hey, get out of D.C. for a while. Mike? I'm selecting you for Secret Service Director. Congratulations. That's how it works, really. I'll give yeah. you my best yeah. shot, sir. In fact, I think that's how it works in Trump's presidency. He just, he just, <laughs> just, he just whoever he fishes with. Whoever's on a boat with him gets handled. Oh, look at them, a swarm of things. It's a swarm of drones. Oh my God, they're drones. Dropping bombs, bomby drones. Explodey, explodey, explodey. Things I mean, are exploding. Look. Jared Butler's on a boat. Butler on a boat. Butler on a boat. <laughs> Like, <laughs> he just threw Morgan Freeman in the water. Get him! He had to get him in the water. But like, get him in the water. It was more just the the lack of dignity that he threw in the water. Get in there! Get nice, into the water, nice. you. Dunking him. Okay, look. There's some objectively cool effects going on there. Yeah. There's been an assassination attempt on the president. Mike Bannon, you're being charged with the attempted murder of the president of the United States. You tried oh, to drown him. Jada Pinkett Smith is okay. a, is accusing him of. Moida. Attempting the Moida. Right, there's a few movies mixed together here. Yeah. So there's Shooter. Mm-hmm. There's The Fugitive. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Olympus Has Fallen. I think this is fair there's enough. There's enough DNA of other films in this that it's hard to imagine any part of this that isn't com- that is completely original. I'm not going to stop until I prove who did this. Oh, God, I know I'm going to watch this. <laughs> this looks like you have to watch the other one as well, though, would you? Oh, for the who's that? How you think? Nick Nolte. Yeah. Nick Nolte. <laughs> it, looks like, it looks like that. Um, Nick C- Nolte. C six Steve, who's like a <laughs> like a blues guitarist that I've yeah. seen live a couple of times. I thought, Jesus, is that C six Steve? It's Nick Nolte. It's Nick Nolte with a beard. Yeah. Don't worry about finding me. Oh, there's uh, Danny Houston. He'd be a bad guy. He's always a bad guy. We're gonna make a move. Now people are gonna fall. Not you. Because you're the angel and you don't fall. Oh no. No, you do. You might do. Angel has fallen. For fuck's sake. Nick Nolte. Hey. Okay. Well, look. I, nonsense. I, I haven't nonsense. seen Olympus has fallen. Now, there is a definite uh, 
desiring me right now to download Illumis's Fallen <laughs> to watch it because it does look like the sort of mindless Nonsense. pap that I yeah. like sticking on sometimes. Yeah. Whenever I want to watch a movie, basically I want to like occupy my brain for two hours mm. and not have to bring anything to it myself. Yeah. And at the end of it, if it was crap, that's fine. Usually I do that by just perusing Netflix to find something to watch and then you go shit an hour and a half's passed I'll not bother I find uh, I, 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 I've, I think we need a new sort of like um, what's the word for it like paralysis for like looking at Netflix and just be absolutely just stunned there is there's a the word content. for that. It's it's um what it's, is it? it's op- the paralysis of choice, is it? Or yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's option paralysis or something. It's, it's so. Yeah. I mean, I can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I I go in. It's it's compounded it, by Netflix changing their fucking icons of every show you watch. Yeah. So when you go back in, there's like, what the f- did I watch that? Is that one I've seen? Or you go to think, oh, that looks really interesting, and you click on it, and you go, shit, no, that's one I already decided wasn't interesting the last time, so I'm not going to do that. So it's uh, yeah, it's it's kind of annoying. Uh, do we have I, time for one more? Do you think? Okay, let's see. Let's we'll time one for more. one more, and then we'll we will. We'll and we'll never do this feature again unless you really uh, enjoy it. What about forty seven meters down? Oh, that's that's too close. Let's go down, go down, go. What was the um, go becoming down. burlesque? No, no, on down, on down, on. Uh, let's, the let's roll through them all first of all. So, well, um, cue ball, cue ball, um, great, great, great. Great, great, great. Well, yeah. that, that seems like a review waiting to be. Yeah, shite, shite, shite. Um, no, that one there with the yellow, the yellow, down, 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 down. Avengement? No, down, down. <laughs> Is that even a word? Avengement. <laughs> the art of self-defense looks interesting, but I don't know what it is. After he's attacked on the street at night by a roving motorcycle gang, timid bookkeeper Casey, played by Jesse Eisenberg, joins a neighbourhood karate studio to learn how to protect himself under the watchful eye of charismatic instructor sensei Alessandro Nivola and hardcore brown belt Anna, Imogen Poots. Casey gains a newfound sense of confidence for the first time in his life, but when he attends sensei's mysterious night classes, he discovers a sinister world of fraternity, brutality and hyper-masculinity, presenting a journey that places him squarely in the sights of his enigmatic new mentor. Audacious and offbeat, The Art of Self-Defense is an original dark comedy that takes toxic masculinity to absurd extremes. I'm okay, so it's a, little bit, it's a little bit Karate Kid, a little bit Fight Club. Mm. Let's see. Let's check right, it out then, here. Let's see. I mean, Jesse Eisenberg isn't who I think of whenever I think mm. of... Um, Karate, so yeah, yeah. Karate is a way of communicating. Ask me a question. What are your plans for the weekend? I'm going to do some grocery shopping and write a film. <laughs> that made me laugh. In the comfort of my own. He's doing karate moves as he's saying each of these things. That made that me laugh. Your question. I like that. That was okay. a good gag. Like I-, I can tell you one other movie that I've seen Alessandro Nivola in, uh-huh. and that was he played Pollux Troy in Face Off. He played <gasps> the brother of Nicolas Cage. Oh, wow. And that's all I can tell you. Okay. Now, I'm sure he's been in other stuff. Yeah. But to me, that's the only other that's movie him. I've seen him in. Well, why would you, why would you care? If that, if that was the last movie you were in, you'd be happy. I want you to tell me why you're here. I'm afraid. I'm I can afraid buy Jay- Jesse Eisenberg as afraid of everything. Yeah. I'm afraid of other men. <laughs> I want to be what an I just like this is really about Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this one's funded entirely by Facebook. <laughs> I'm taking my first class today. Your new white belt? Is that the first belt color? White is before color. You haven't earned color yet. Today's lesson. To kick with your fists and punch with your feet. That makes perfect sense. Good. There's a mental component as well. Everything should be as masculine as possible. 
You may want to start. Uh, I'm kind of into this. Yeah, I am also. Sorry, this is a rather enjoyable, unexpected punch to the throat there. Contemporary? No. Should be metal. Yeah, I quite like the look of this. Sharpening you. I see a little of myself in you. Is that you, Sensei? Why are you filming this? This isn't a safe place, Casey. Well, it's taking a weird, dark turn now. I know you're confused about what's happening. It's in, also in is it American Assassin or something. It's quite good in Jesse Eisenberg. Is it Jesse Eisenberg? You should have never no. He's a sort of Korean black ops guy who's activated by a special word. I'm interested in buying a gun. I need something that can fit into my hand. Sounds like you're after a handgun. <laughs> <laughs> Some jokes are just stupidly funny. I challenge you to a fight to the death in unarmed combat. This is your belt. It is yours. It is sacred. There'll be a fifteen dollar charge to replace a lost belt. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, okay, it, it's, you're it's, into that. Uh, yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of um, whenever I saw the trailer for Robot and Frank. Did you ever see that? Oh no! Oh shit! No, I have seen that. I think I started watching. It. I don't think I finished it, but yes. Where it was a movie that it seemed to be one sort of movie, and it turned out to be yeah another. Um, yeah, I mean. I'm, I'm, I quite like the look of that, actually. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Okay. That's been an object lesson, and you should look at the trailers app on iTunes, because sometimes there are trailers there you haven't seen yet. Yeah, okay. You, uh, do you want to pick one before we go? No, I, I think we're kind of, uh, we're, we're we're kind of exhausted. You're this, desperate this to see well. that 47 metres down, though, aren't you? No, no, I'm really not. Okay. No, then. no. All I right. mean, they've, they've literally recreated the Joe's poster on the front. <laughs> yeah, but not in a very good way. <laughs> it's a really rubbish Jaws poster. Again, it's Sistine Stallone. That's got to be a Stallone. A Stallone relative. It's got to yeah. be. Like, I mean, you can't have the, na- the name Stallone and work on a movie and not be related to mm. Sylvester Stallone. But I don't even care to click it and find out. <laughs> so, yeah. So this has been... Oh, it's 47 metres down. Uncaged. uncaged. So I don't know why that I, subtitle... I mean, is, is, that a, is that a sequel to 47 metres down? Or is this... Did, did someone just really want the word uncaged in a, in a movie title? <laughs> so somebody's thinking, you know... It's a shark. Think, Sharks aren't in cages, yeah. are they? <laughs> it's like, uh, no, but people will go... That oh, they've gone down in, in the, the cage, cage and the cage is broken and uh, now they're... Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, so. so if you go 40... If it was called 47 Metres Down, Caged, it would be a, st- a lot of scarier movie. Okay. Probably. Although, I mean, why you have to specify it? The film, uh, this film, the film follows the story of 14 years. Oh, we're going to have to watch this now, aren't we? I well, mean, yeah, well, I, who writes wh- this? The, like, the one thing I'll say about Netflix's, uh, all Netflix's stuff about their, their films, they all write it in house, obviously, because it all has a very instant kind of, ah, blah, 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 blah. You are going to be one of the four young girls dive into a ruined underwater city. And that's kind of its, its very active voice. Whereas this is like, the film follows the story of 14 girls. <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, that doesn't sound very threatening. Diving in a ruined underwater city who quickly find themselves in a watery hell as their fun outing turns into heart-stopping fear when they learn they are not alone in the submerged case. As they swim deeper in the claustrophobic labyrinth of caves, they enter the territory of the deadliest shark species in the ocean. And yes, Sistine's alone is Sly's daughter. <laughs> there you go. Do you want to watch it? Shall we put it on? I don't Come want on. to watch it. Well, Come we on, have let's to do, now. We have to now. We've, we've talked to. about it. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
This isn't our show. We should just do that. We should have done this on YouTube. And I just then that, that's what our channel. YouTube channel should be. Essentially, what we've made is a less. Oh, look, it's your man from. Um, oh, what's he in? He was in Northern Exposure. His name John something. He was in Sex in the City as well. Chance of a lifetime. He was my favorite character in Northern Exposure. Mm. And my big fat Greek wedding. Yes. Lots of uh, young girls name, in a very exotic locale. Obviously, Sylvester Stallone's daughter went. Can I go here on holiday? Dad? Human sacrifices here. I I can't watch this movie. <laughs> is it too scary? There's, is it, there, is it, is there, there are certain there are certain triggering fears that it, it explores that I can't be a part of. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, I it's got caves under in it. underwater tunnels. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very close no. proximity. Actually, the effects are pretty good. There's a cage. Are they about to be uncaged? Oh, uncaged! I mean, the logo treatment is very cheap. That's a pretty scary looking shark. Stay alive. Mm. Yes. <laughs> no? Yeah? No, no. I mean, that's I, not a film you'll that, ever watch. That's a no. That's for a me. no. It's probably silly, goofy There's fun. There's probably better movies to watch. Anyway, that's been our show. Uh, apologies if that wasn't your kind of thing. We did it the entire show, though, so you'd only have to skip this one if you didn't like it. That's true. <laughs> I mean, as benefits go. Are, are, are low, I mean, like, I think React videos on YouTube are the absolute lowest common denominator <laughs> content. And we've delivered that without the visuals. So, <laughs> I, I don't really know what to say at this point. Uh, other than, uh, apologies if you were expecting no, you've something else. No, you've, you've pulled a trailer up. I don't know. This is weird. Bethany Hamilton, unstoppable. Who's Bethany Hamilton? And why is she unstoppable? Uh, it's a complete non story. This is a documentary about, about uh, Bethany Hamilton. The girl's a fearless athlete who brings you meaning to the phrase, surfs up. She's not the one with one arm, is she? Oh, maybe she is. That explains the picture. This <laughs> is terrible. It doesn't say in the description she's got one arm. But no, but the, but the picture is kind of... It, the picture could be someone turned in such a way that one arm's behind their back. But equally, it could be just her shoulders. Because there was a movie made about there was a movie made about this surfer girl who yeah. lost an arm. I think that's her. And you think that's her? Okay, I think you're right. Well, anyway, that's our show. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. If you hated it, that's fine. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. If you enjoyed it, sign up to a patron. If you liked it and you want to see, I mean, we'll try and get Scott in, and we can do this all over again. Yeah, there used to be this guy called Scott on the yeah. show. Um, the, be nice to be turned up. There's been a there's been a plea to have him back on. I yeah. don't know why. Yeah, but um, I mean, can you imagine? This is what we're like, like four episodes in with no Scott. We're doing react videos where there's Scott no video free. part we are of it. Scottless at this so, point. So I don't know what. I mean, it's very hard to say what Scott actually brings to the show, but it's obvious when he's not. It's here. obvious when he takes away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, anyway, if you're Scott, it's very unlikely you're listening, but I hope you're doing okay. We'll chat to you when we chat to you. If you've got this far, patreon.com forward slash podcast. Throw us a few quid every week. And every we not every, every month. Again. Every month. Honestly, it's every month, not every week. That'd be, that'd, <laughs> that'd that'd be, be unconscionable. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yes, thanks for uh, thanks if you already do contribute. And uh, apologies, um, just in general. So <laughs> for everything. I've been Ron. I've been PJ. And we'll see you next time. Bye.